Hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and this is The Watchman. We are sounding the alarm for the peril and the uncertainty that lie ahead. Our commitment is for the objective truth. As The Watchman, we will always call out whenever we see those that live in the land of fifth dimension put feelings and emotions in front of facts, in front of truth. We'll always call out the real motives of those living in the land of unlimited imagination, and we do that by expounding on the underreported facts, and we'll be getting to those underreported facts in CNN and other Pravda networks <laughs> with Annette Baker. Annette Baker is a is a uh, our environmentalist expert. She is a state. She is a uh, homeschool teacher. She is also a candidate for the state senate seat, uh, uh, region eleven, state senate district eleven which is Judy Schwank's district, and Annette's back with us. She's our overall expert on so much. Welcome back to The Watchman, Annette. <laughs> Thanks, Clay. That was a great introduction. <laughs> Glad to be back. Well, it's great <laughs> having you. We always love having our expert on. And, uh, <laughs> that might be stretching it a bit. Uh, no, you're not stressing it. You're an expert. <laughs> Hey, the media malpractice that goes on, I'd like to talk a little bit on this, and we're probably going to be dedicating a lot of our Watchmen episodes going forward uh, coming up on this election for media malpractice, because I think there's a lot to talk about with this, and we see it. Now, I think there's nothing more telling right now and nothing more obvious than a, than a New York bagel on a plate full of grits than what's happening right now with the, with the Joe Biden sexual assault person, Tara Reid. Uh, what's interesting on all of this, CNN appears to be hiding from CNN. <laughs> you see, uh, I mean, it's just like CNN to avoid a story that appeared on CNN. Now, Larry, I, I think uh, the, the accuser, Larry, uh, Tara Reid, she has a credible claim of sexual assault against Joe Biden. And the reason I say it's credible, and my wife and I talked about this, is she went home and told her mother of the assault, you don't tell your mother about a uh, sexual encounter that is consensual, not generally. You go into something that's not consensual, and that's what happened. She told her mother. Well, that's an easy claim to make. Uh, you know, she told her mother, and the mother says, well, I, I remember she told me on this day, on this hour, and blah, blah, blah. That's an easy claim to make. Talk is cheap, right? Well, in this case here, Tara's mother actually called Larry King live, and she reported it on Larry King. And CNN is so corrupt, you know, the way they went after Kavanaugh and the way they seem to be avoiding Biden. But CNN apparently deleted the video. Now, you can still get it because it's on a news feed from other channels. And so I've seen it. And you can still get to it if you pull up the news story. But if you go to YouTube, I don't think it's possible right now, at least as of today. I don't think it's possible to pull that news story up. They actually deleted it. But I think it's it's just corrupt. I mean, Nancy Antoinette, well, she she believes that these accusations are flimsy, although she believed that the Kavanaugh accusations were concrete. And she endorsed Biden. I mean, as I said, Tara Reid told her mother, and I think Annette's going to tell us she also told somebody else we've learned about that. But CNN failed to recall its own video. And, and again, they they just... They don't talk about it. I mean, here we've got Joe Biden on all the Sunday shows, and who's asking about this? Annette, are they avoiding this issue? Do they think this is going to go away? I mean, why are they avoiding it? They know it must come out. 
And when it does come out, it's going to be very damaging. The more, the more this stays behind, the more it's going to hurt later. Am I right, Annette? Yeah, I think that uh, the more that they avoid this, um, the worse it kind of gets. You know, it's kind of one of those things where, um, you know, there there is a point you have to decide at some point, do you respond to an accusation or do you just let it go and not have a response um, because it, it may end up doing more damage uh, long long term if you respond and, and it kind of blows things out of proportion. I think that the Biden campaign has to come to grips with the fact that this story is not going away as much as they're trying to make it go away. Um, it is it is definitely not going away. And, you know, as you mentioned, um, there's actually a, a former neighbor who said that she remembers being told about the assault. Um, and now there's also uh, a former coworker who has also come out and said, you know, I remember her saying something about this. Um, and supposedly she was fired, um, by the, by the, uh, uh, Senate office there that, you know, she worked for the former vice president. Um, she was fired from that job after she had complained about sexual advances or, or, um, just feeling uncomfortable. Uh, around the former vice president. So um, obviously there's something going on. Uh, I believe that they are, uh, there's actually the DC police are actually investigating. There's an investigation going on right now. Um, and everyone has seen multiple videos of the former vice president um, putting his hands on young girls, women. Um, and many of them are not, receptive um so you know i'm not necessarily saying that uh it proves that her allegations are correct um but it definitely would lead me to question deeper you know what exactly is going on well i think what's really uh amazing of course you could i mean larry king was on there this was a larry king episode i mean you could ask larry king i mean you know i mean but but i mean the guests he had howard baker he's passed a couple of years ago but you've had reporters that were on that show. I believe a Washington Times or Washington Post reporter was also on there. But the bottom line is, I mean, there, there were, I mean, she called in. I mean, this is what happened. Back in 1993, her mother called in and she basically, uh, she asked, you know, what should a staffer do besides going to the press in Washington with a problem that the, a congressional staffer had with, with their elected office holder boss, if you will. And I think it's really telling. I mean, and then, of course, the discussion ensued. But, I mean, you, you've got former advisors, the top staffer, if you will, or one of the top staffers for Hillary Clinton was Peter Dayow. And he sent out a tweet declaring Biden should withdraw from with new information emerging uh, supporting Tara Reid's account. I mean, he's telling people she needs to he needs to step down because Tara Reid's account of se being sexually assaulted I mean, he, he thinks is there's some evidence that supports Tara Reid's account. You know, he stated in his tweet that credible rape accusations are disqualifying, and they should be disqualifying for the Democrat well, party. Well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Did you just say that allegations should be disqualifying? <laughs> yes, I did. I, and, and did you say Clinton at the beginning of that? I'm well, sorry. Do, no, no, do we need a little? Was, we need a little history lesson here was, on that it was, one. It was it was Hillary Clinton's. It was Hillary Clinton's uh, 
Hillary Clinton's former top staffer said that. Maybe he was fired because he got a moral compass all of a sudden. But I mean, I mean, he's saying that he's saying that moral standards that you got to have standards. He says in the Democrats, if they don't disqualify him, we'll, we'll demonstrate they have no standards. I mean, um, I, you know, I, I think Clay, that, they have standards. They're just double <laughs> yeah, standards. No, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, this because guy, let, let's, you know, history lesson about Bill Clinton. There was extremely credible evidence That's from true. multiple women in that in those circumstances. And my recollection of Hillary Clinton's response to those accusations was to destroy the women who made the accusations. So, again, I come back to the double standards. But but, you know, it's it's interesting what what particular. Uh, angle is the former Secretary of State angling for on this? Is she looking at another run for president? No, it was dropped her. out. She, she, she was the one that made the claim. That's not her claim. It was her staff. Well, I know. Claim. But I would look. I would, uh, well, I would say this. I would say Hillary Clinton wants to believe <laughs> Biden. Okay. Let me just tell you. Yeah. Hillary Clinton will conveniently de- demonize. Will completely, I should say, conveniently demonize uh, Tara Reid here. I don't think there's any question about it. But, you know, the, the real story here is, and, you know, I, I, I think we, we, we throw around the term double standard all the time. Double standard is sort of like, I think it, it just kind of weakens it. it. It weakens what's actually happening. This really is media malpractice at its worst. This is the, the, the Pravda propaganda actually taking the role of an uh, an anti-American role here, or, or a role that's an American, an anti-American people role. They're 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 abdicating their role as a media outlet. I mean, it, look, it, it goes beyond the softball interviews with Anderson Cooper and others. It goes beyond that. The fact that people aren't asking Biden about this is very telling, folks. And I don't want you to miss that. It's not that this has occurred. It's not that this video surfaced. It's not that this interview with Larry King that the, that the Tara's mother called and asked about. It's not that at all. It's that that news is out there. Those facts are out there. And no one is confronting Biden with those facts. And, and you know, it's interesting on all this. As Annette pointed out, it's going to get worse for Biden. They think they're giving him political cover. Folks, it's going to get worse. I could picture the three or four interviews that Trump does with Biden. I should say uh, debates that Trump do- does with Biden uh, this fall. I could picture Tara Reid being out there in the audience, right in the front row. I could just see this happening. <laughs> and look, I, I, I can tell you this. They are not doing Biden any favors, okay, at all by not asking these questions. They are actually hurting their, their party's chances of getting a candidate that doesn't have this, this railroad car that they're pulling up behind them and they're trying to run a race with. I mean, they're, they're not trying to run a race with a, with a left with a, with a foot that they cut off three toes on. They're trying to run a race after they cut off their, their left leg. I mean, there's no way they're going to win this. You, you cannot... That nothing good will come out of this cover-up. One, it looks really bad to the American public. I mean, they're all asking the same question we're asking right here on The Watchmen. How do they avoid the obvious? How do they avoid asking the questions? Well, they're avoiding it now, but they're going to have to come to it later. You know, 
I mean, the media malpractice, what's interesting about CNN, and CNN's had their problems with this. Remember the, remember the, uh, the Covington High School kids, Nicholas Sandman? We all remember that, right? What happened? Mm-hmm. With, I mean, didn't he sue? Didn't he successfully sue CNN? Didn't he sue them, uh, Annette? Yeah, I believe uh, that young man probably won't have to go to college <laughs> or he'll have college completely paid for um, uh-huh. and then some. Uh, yeah. yeah, and rightfully so. I mean, his life was destroyed and, and not just his life, but a number of other people as well. Um, right. And and that is that falls right in with your idea of the, the media malpractice. Um, you know, they they are not held accountable, unfortunately, enough um, for getting something incorrect. Or, or not telling the truth in terms of, of giving people the facts and letting people decide what they want, how they want to interpret it. Well, CNN got scooped on their own story. I don't even know how that happens. I mean, they got scooped on their own story. What's an amazing phenomenon is CNN deleted the video. So it's, it's not that they're just not asking Joe Biden about this. They deleted the video. They're trying to hide the evidence. This is unbelievable. Look, and they were, they're sued by, 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 by Nicholas Sandman for the slanderous information they put out there. But remember, do you remember the hands up, don't shoot nonsense that all came from CNN? You remember that with Michael Brown out there in Ferguson, Annette? Yes. Hands yes, up, yes, don't I shoot. do. The hands, hands up, up, don't, don't shoot. shoot. Again, yes. the narrative that was not. Yep, yep. True. Uh, it wasn't true. It wasn't. It was all proved. It was all proven not true. And they were they were bussing in protesters. Remember, they promoted a race that this basically promoted fake information out there. But it, it drove emotion. It drove supposition and it drove actions and they bust in people. They bust them in all over the place and they wanted prom- they wanted protests and whatever. And it became it be- basically was the birth of the of the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, I guess the Bernie bros came out after that. But but whatever the case is. You've got the real fascists that are coming out there. The this is this birthed the attack on our police departments everywhere. This began to call. This began the process of calling suspect suspect police work, if you will, bad police work as racist. Remember, Annette. I mean, everything was now becoming a racist yeah. act by a cop. I mean, and mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation with somebody. Well, Oh, yeah. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine one time, you know, who uh, who's a liberal and he and I were chatting and, and he says, oh, these racist cops. Says, why is it? A ha- why does it have to be racism every time they do bad police work? Why can't it just be bad police work? I don't you know. I mean, honestly, I, I don't understand why it's always racism. I think, you know, Officer Darren Wilson was eventually acquitted, but CNN promoted this. Mm-hmm. I mean, None of this would have resonated and none of this would have resulted in any property damage or incidents or physical harm to some people had CNN not promoted that phony story. Well, how about the 911 tape? Remember the George Zimmerman 911 call that was altered? Yes. CNN was, I think NBC yep. was the one that altered that 911. Who in the world would ever watch NBC again? If NBC altered the 911 call to make it look like George Zimmerman was calling was calling Trayvon Martin a racist slur, using a racist slur. They actually edited the the tape to make it sound like he used a racial slur. Remember that, Annette? Yes, I do. Now, they fired that guy for that, but but I would never watch NBC again. I mean, when you have a news agency that 
that's being called out for putting out fake news. How many times does it have to happen in that before you stop watching that news agency? Well, me personally, uh, zero. <laughs> One time. I One mean, time. recently, let's let's talk about the, you know, using footage from an Italian hospital saying it was in oh. New York. Yeah, CBS. That's just recent. That you was know, CBS. Let's, let's take right. a look at, you know, the beach photos. Oh, One man. saying it was in Florida. The other saying it was in California. Same photo. Um, you know, those are the kinds of things. That's where people have to understand. You cannot trust everything that you so, see. But, 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 you but, but, have but, to always dig deeper. But this was a network television. This wasn't some ad that popped up on Facebook. Absolutely. This that, was and that's the television. scary part. But that's the that part is the scary part. CBS. Now tell our listeners what happened with the CBS footage. What did they do with that? Tell our listeners what happened with that. The, oh, that the, was the Italian hospital. The, yep. That was the Italian hospital footage where they uh, took photos. Took photos from. Uh, actually, I think it was video um, from an Italian hospital where they were. Now this was at the height of the COVID. Um, uh, influx where they were seeing lots of patients coming in, very, very sick patients, needing ventilators, um, <clears throat> obviously being overwhelmed. Um, and they had lots of patients lined up in this, in this video and said, you know, this is what's happening in Italy. And they took that same photograph, that same video, and then said it was New York. And you could <laughs> tell if you looked closely enough and you're somewhat familiar with uh, hospital equipment, you can tell that there are some differences. And it didn't look right, and somebody else picked up on it, and they called it out, and they were, oh, well, we were sorry, this was an accident. Well, you know, once is an accident, but, you know, when you get to the point where it's it becomes repetitive, it's not an accident that's willful. You know, when my kids were little, and I was trying to educate them on, on being obedient, not doing something that could hurt them or someone else. You know, they would say, well, it was an accident. And I would, you know, gently, lovingly, most of the time, tell them that they needed to understand the difference because there's a, a willfulness in the heart. And, you know, scripture talks about that all the time, that we are continually bent toward evil. And, That's right. you know, the fact that there is a point where, when you're doing it willfully and you know that you're doing it, they, there is no way that somebody could have taken that footage and not known what they were putting up there. But it fit the narrative. It fit the narrative that they wanted everybody to panic, that the hospitals in New York were, were already being overrun. And if that was the case, why did they send the, the comfort away? That's right. They, they well, hardly how, used it. How, how the Javits the Center was hardly used. But how about the recent press conference where we had reporters take Trump's comments out of context and we actually had the reporters report that Trump Trump suggested, you know, that we can take disinfectant inside the body or ingest disinfectant. I mean, I was blown away by that. I mean, let's look at that for our listeners here for the next few minutes. We actually looked at Trump was at a news conference and he was talking in a sort of an out of the box thought pattern. He was trying to create in a forehand out of the box thought pattern. And he's talking about UV lights and, and using and how they use UV lights in the treatments of some illnesses. And they're actually able to get UV lights safely inside the body. So 
He's asking sort of like an out-of-the-box question, looking for an out-of-the-box solution. I'm going to give you, our listeners, an example of this. I mean, I've been in board meetings, and I can tell you there's often times the, the chairman will ask for something that you're in a board meeting. You're like, how in the world am I going to do that? How are we going to do that? How are we going to achieve that? And, I mean, the discussion takes place, and immediately you're trying to find a solution for something, thinking, well, how are we going to do that? Well, that out-of-the-box thinking is 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 to cause me as a program manager, if you will, or, you know, some of a marketing manager or whatever, to try to figure out a solution, a process solution to achieve the result that you're looking to achieve. That's all we're like. So you're going to take some sort of like an out-of-the-box thinking and a forehand if you will, in a, in a forehand uh, type thinking. Okay. And it really is, uh, it, to me, it's just, it's an amazing thing. So the media misrepresented this. Now the way Trump asked, he says, as we can with UV light, is there a scientific way we can safely get the same result of a disinfectant that the result we get from outside the body, inside the body. And that's kind of a paraphrase of what he said, but that's the gist of it. That's what he said. And, uh, Again, I, I, I just couldn't believe the beforehand thought he was trying to create. And the news media jumped on that. And literally, they were lighting Trump up with the idea that he was encouraging people to drink disinfectants. I, I, I'm going to tell you, folks, I was blown away by this. And we actually had people that we know make a comment that Trump is asking people to drink bleach. That is Trump derangement syndrome. On planet Mars. I mean, Annette, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, how in the world could this have gotten taken out of context, except only by the Sultans of Sinister in the fake news, huh? <laughs> well, you're right. It, I was actually watching the press conference as it was happening. Um, I've It's kind of become my routine to try to watch every one of them. Um, just because there's always something entertaining that goes on. And, you know, this particular instance, you know, and Sadly, I think the president kind of backed away um, from from what he had said because he he kind of felt like he had gotten caught, boxed in a little bit. But you're absolutely right. People like him think outside the box and they are free thinkers and talkers. So he will throw something out and then somebody will say, you know what? Science says we can't do that. And he'll say, OK, just ask it. Um, that is how, as a scientist, the way I was trained you always ask those questions because you never know if if someone hadn't asked, you know, think about Ga Galileo. If right. Galileo had never said, what if we are not the center of the universe? What if we were actually a planet revolving around a sun instead of the sun revolving around us? That's right. We would never have we would have not made that technological understanding that leap that we made because Galileo chose to look at things differently. It doesn't mean it always works and it doesn't mean it's always right, but it does mean that, you know, you have to be willing to look outside the box. And, and that is really in, in my thinking um, that really defines a lot of people that are kind of on the progressive side versus the not progressive side um, and I, w I don't want to say necessarily conservative because not all conservatives necessarily think that way either, but there's a lot of people that are, are starting to understand that groupthink is a bad idea. And the more that we see it, the more they don't like it, the more they push back. And you're right. They, they are experimenting. There's a, a company in Colorado 
that's experimenting with um, using LED lights that will yes. emit UV rays that's or right. UV uh, light into the trachea that's that will right. help to kill the virus inside the body. There's yep. another report that actually I saw a videotape of the president being briefed by a group from NASA, um, from the Glenn uh, Research Center, which I believe is in Ohio, Ken, Ohio. Um, and they were talking about a device that they have that they had used um, for spacecraft. Um, because if you're shooting something into Mars, you don't want to send any microbes or any anything from Earth into that other environment because we just don't know what would happen. So they basically make sure to the best of their ability to kill any live organisms that might be, you know, bacteria, viruses, anything that might be on um, the spacecraft or in the spacecraft. And this particular device actually um, emits, uh, it's a fogging system, and I believe it's ozone, that will kill this, this virus. It will kill the coronavirus. And they're looking at using them to decontaminate uh, ambulances and maybe like surg uh, you know, surgical rooms, things like that. And maybe with a larger, um, I, I mean, there's a potential, I, I would assume, that given a large enough scale, they could use it for like supermarkets or well, restaurants, things like that. Obviously, you'd have to do the fogging but, when no one's there. But the thing of it is, um, we, we they would have avoided the media malpractice. They would have avoided the incomplete question. They're, they're, they're reporting of this story, this slander. They would have avoided all of it had mm -hmm. they just asked a simple question. Mr. President, yes, Mr. Reporter. Yes, are you suggesting that people ingest disinfectants? And, of course, it was asked. That got actually was asked. And what did he and, say? And the president said no. Of absolutely course. not. But how did, now, that, how did that get out? How did that not make the story then? You see, that's well, the because, malpractice. Like you said, that's the malpractice. Media brown practice. That's the yep. malpractice. My point is, he yep. stated it, and they left it out of the story. So everything that Trump and I'm glad you talked. You said that because I didn't know we asked that. That was asked by a reporter. The bottom line is, Trump was they they deliberately misrepresented the story so that they could put out a phony story, and so Trump's charges every time he does these press conferences. His charges that the media deliberately gets the story wrong. Well, that was corroborated that day. I mean, how could something so ridiculous came out as a story when it was reported and Trump actually said, no, I'm not suggesting that. That's insane. I'm simply saying that they're, we're looking for an out-of-the-box solution to treating this, minus a, bio, minus a vaccine, of course. And I think that's the compelling distinction that we're trying to bring up here. But again, that's why we're talking about media malpractice. I think we sufficiently covered it, but we are out of time. And we did pretty well in the 30 minutes we had, Annette, with that. I think we covered that pretty well, the media malpractice today. And I think going forward, we're going to be doing a lot more looking for the, looking for the media malpractice and anything we can. And uh, we'll make sure that whenever we see it, we will call it out going forward, because I think that this really warrants our attention. And I think that we have to point out that the media truly is acting like an enemy of the people. And I see this every day and it just disturbs me, but we are out of time. Thanks Annette for being with us. Thanks for all of our listeners for being with us. We appreciate you tuning in to the Watchmen this afternoon, tune in every Saturday right here on AM radio, 1180 WFYL for this distinct unpacking of our, of our discussion and our facts 
right here on The Watchman. Some of our audience listens to The Watchman live during normal airtime. They simply listen live while they're in the area. Some click on the Listen Live button on the website, 1180WFYL.com, during normal airtimes. And others do that on YouTube. They actually go to YouTube and search on YouTube, WFYL, click on the Listen Live there. Others choose to uh, just listen to the podcast when that is posted. However you listen to us, we thank you for being with us. See you next week on The Watchmen. For Annette Baker, I'm Clay Brees. Goodbye for now.